think you get stupid questions? You should hear the barrage of stupid questions I get. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Stupid Questions with Jason Harvey. I'm Jason Harvey, and uh, you guys are, are listening, so thank you. Uh, got an awesome guest, one of my uh, absolute favorite musicians, and uh, just wells on the drums. And uh, I'm happy to have him on my podcast today. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Cody Willis is uh, on the podcast today. Cody, AJ. welcome. Hello, everybody. <laughs> So, Cody, what, uh, I mean, just to tell everybody, what bands do you play in? Uh, well, right now I play in Big Business. That's my, I've also played in a band called Murder City Devils. Uh, we've done, we still do shows occasionally. And uh, I played in the Melvins for eight or nine years yeah. as well. Yeah. It was uh, an amazing, amazing run. One of my favorite uh, top three album of all time came out of uh, you guys playing with the Melvins wow, for me. Thanks. So A Senile Animal is still uh, thanks, man. one of those albums that I listen to a quite a, quite a bit. I actually have the, the clear blue vinyl of that, too. So. Yeah, yeah, cool, cool. That, yeah. That, was a, that was a fun one to make. It was, it was scary and fun, and uh, I was really proud how it turned out. Yeah, well, you... Uh, I had nothing to do with it, and I'm proud how it turned <laughs> out. You know, like I'm like ah, I'm just glad. listening. I I feel proud. I'm glad for you. Yeah, that's well, great. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so right now you're uh, like you said you're playing in big uh, big business, and sometimes you still play uh, in in the Murder City Devils. Yeah. So r- right now you're on tour with Big Business. How many days is this tour? Like uh, it's about I think it's a little over four weeks. Four weeks in the U.S. Awesome. So we're this this will be the third show of four weeks. So we're just getting getting warmed warmed up. up. That's yep. awesome. Well, I'm I'm excited. Then so good. Me too. <laughs> Where is uh? I mean, so you're here in Salt Lake City. You just barely ate. I mean, how many times have you with all of the different bands you've come through Salt Lake quite a few times? Yeah. I take it right. Do you have like any favorite stops here along like food places or? Anything um, here in Salt well, Lake? Well, we used to, when Murder City Devils used to come through here, and the, I, I had a, a short-lived band right after Murder City Devils called Dead Low Tide with Spencer, the singer, and uh, Mike Kunkka from Godhead Silo and Enemy Mine. And uh, we played Kilby Court. And I think Big Business played at Kilby Court, too, here, and that, that was always really great just because it was such a fun all-ages party. Just a cool venue, uh, yeah. Too many kids jammed in a really small room yes, uh, and freaking out, and it was, it was always really fun. I think the because uh, we're here at actually in Urban Lounge right now recording this, but uh, I think the bookers all book the same place. I think they book yeah. here, Metro, and uh, Kilby still. So. Is Kilby still going? Kilby's still going. Wow, yeah, that's, that's crazy. I've, Why don't uh, we get to play there? <laughs> you get Jeez. you you, gra- you graduated. You you went past know. it. I don't think. Uh, it, it it honestly that is one of the I I saw years ago. I got to see the Lawrence Arms there like long time ago and it was cool because there was maybe 50 people total at that That's show enough and in it there? was oh no it was yeah. packed in there yeah. but it was just such a such cool cool show uh, <laughs> <laughs> that might you get you guys feel that 
good. Uh, what about, uh, I mean, any like food stops or anything like that? Or like, where did you eat today? Uh, today, you did this place called Undercurrent, which is just like a, I had fish and chips. It, it looked like a new American sort of seafood place oh, really? around the corner. How was like, How was yeah. the fish and chips? It was pretty good. That's it good. It was all right. Yeah. That's good. I, not bad. Utah's not a place Not that, known for its No, exactly. You know what? That's enough, always what I get when I go to Seattle, though. I always will get fish and chips, like, normally somewhere. Well, and and so you should. Yes. That's a good place exactly. to get fish and chips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, we used to play... Uh, what's a place? Uh, it's downtown. It's very close by... Like it's the Bar Deluxe, is that maybe uh, you know where it was the like on Hotel State is. Street? Yeah, where you know, the Shiloh Hotel is. You know that one? Yes. And it's like down that same street. We yes. played there with High on Fire once. Oh my God! I just they saw High on a, Fire a, here in a, January. A strip club downstairs. Oh and wait, then, was it? Uh, you know what I'm man. talking about? Yes, uh, I think it burned down. Is that the place it burned that burned down? down? Yeah. I don't doubt it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it. What? Well, I can't even. I honestly am going blank on the name, and it's bugging me because that's where like most of the good shows that came through town were yeah. always right in that it was it was cool but it was a weird place we, we played there and uh this is on my way to a sushi bar story <laughs> which probably isn't as good as we, we were playing with high on fire at that place yes i forget the name of it but uh upstairs we got done sound checking was it lo-fi i think so lo-fi cafe yeah i yes, think it yeah, is yeah, lo-fi yeah, yes yeah 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 so I think we I think we were playing downstairs and then upstairs was no. There, I think there's three levels to it. Yes, there is. You can edit this down for clarity. Well, yeah. uh, but I, I think we played on the second level. Downstairs was a strip club, topless dancers, and we got done sound checking. And I asked the stage manager guy like where I should put all my cases for my drums and everything. Like, yeah. The storage room. He's like, oh yeah, put them back here behind the stage in this room. So I got all my stuff together and I'm wheeling it in, like a huge stack of cases and everything. And I get through the door and I realize it's the dancer's dressing room. <laughs> and I was like, oh, and it was just, it was mayhem. There was like platform heels all over the place and just like clothes <laughs> thrown everywhere. And I was like, and there was one naked lady sitting at the makeup mirror, like doing her makeup before she went to work. And I walked in, I was like, oh my God, I'm sorry. She's like, no, 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 honey, come in, come in, it's fine, it's fine. She's like, you're, you're playing the show tonight, right? She's like, you're working tonight, right? Yeah. She's like, yeah. She was like, good, because I'm very conservative with my pussy. <laughs> and, I, yeah, that, and I said, thank you. That happened in Utah, happened, of all that, places, that to in, you. Yeah. So that, that's, uh, I, that's funny, because that's not a typical Utah story, something that no. you would be like, so what happened? Well, I played a venue, and there was a strip club below. Yeah. Like, there's there's weird rumors, like, uh, that you grow up hearing, like, when you're Mormon, like, that other people think about, like, the temple. And they're like, there's basketball courts below it where people play basketball naked. And I'm like, <laughs> wait, what? That? I Sure. Wow, okay, I'm cool. I guess I play basketball naked when I get older. I, guess. Uh, I don't know just, what. Are you, is that a random thing, or is that true? That's, like, that's no, true. I mean, that's a, no, that's not true. I wit. Uh, uh, let's just no. It's true. No, I mean, like, I, no, is that a rumor? Is yeah, that, that is actual, a real rumor. That yeah, real that rumor. was a real rumor. Yeah. I wonder what the uh, what are the perks of playing basketball naked? I don't that, know. That, that just sounds, sounds awful, does it not? Like, I, I mean, we're both did, skins. I've never been playing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're just skin and skins. I mean, they're wearing shoes though, right? Uh, like, you, probably. Yeah. yeah some probably just some white high tops though. Like, just, yeah. I, that it, so that's just funny to me to be like. You actually played a club, a club that had a, a strip club in it. That, yeah. 
almost sounds more like a comedy story than it does a music story because right. like, comedy stories it's just like oh shit are you kidding me I'm really playing this vent like I have a picture of me like at a venue where I'm looking over the rules and it's because it was an old strip club and it's like no no jerseys are showing and it was all about like all gang related like yeah no right, don't, sure. don't be in a gang and be in here mainly guys Dress codes, or, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah but it just I mean, what, I walked right up onto the same. They didn't renovate that at all. It was still, like, poles and stuff that you just kind of walked around as a comic, just going, okay, yeah. I'm just dealing with this. Don't touch it. Just don't touch the pole, and I think I'm fine. That, that happened to us a couple times. We ended up playing in, a, uh, in Vancouver once in Canada. We played there a couple times, but it was, like, it was a functioning strip club that had shows occasionally and, and they, they would be we'd be like in the same space with the dancers and everything and have to like it was also a hotel and, <laughs> and it, it was uh, yeah i don't know see and i actually i went on i stopped being mormon like in my 20s so i went on the mission and everything like that knocked on doors and did that whole thing and on my mission i lived like in uh arizona it was clifton arizona and it was like an old Marincy, Arizona is a mining town, and then this is like a ghost town. Like, hardly anybody lives here. And the place that we lived used to be a brothel. Oh, so wow. it was just like, it was cr so creepy at night. You'd just be like, all right, just close all the doors. And uh, I don't even believe in ghosts or anything like that, but it was just still like, uh, Pretty crazy. Yeah. My, my, uh, my new friend I, I met recently, uh, John, in New Orleans, has a, a really amazing house that used to be a funeral parlor in the Garden District of New Orleans. <laughs> and so sometimes those places make a really cool. really cool living spaces, yep. you know? Like, yeah. Well, that's like, uh, I grew up in uh, a small town here in Utah called Morgan, and it's where Troll 2 was filmed. Okay. And so that, have you seen that movie? Yeah. Yeah, so you know that red brick building that is the headquarters? Yeah. I could see that from my window, from my nice. bedroom window, and it was an old, like, Mormon church that was built in, like, the 18... 1890s and then people ended up moving into it and it was the coolest it creeped out so many people because it was like an old beat up church and like there were people that would go and do satanic rituals in there and shit like so like all the old mormon people in my town were like no you just don't go in there yeah don't look at but, it yeah don't, don't you yeah. avert your gaze as you drive by just yeah. 10 and 2 and eyes on the road don't look at that but that the it, man, they renovated that, and it was super cool until it, it burned down later. Well, like, of course. But it, well, of course, yeah, because <laughs> of all the satanic rituals. Of all the Satan. This, yeah, just uh, Satan does that. He burns, he burns that churches, yeah. even old churches. He doesn't care. He'll get to it eventually. Yeah. He has a, he has a tight <laughs> schedule. He's, yeah. he's books all Look, I can't burn that church today, yeah. okay? I will get to it. I know I said I would get to it in the 1890s, but finally here in... Good old 2000. <laughs> we'll do it. What's, uh, what inspired, I mean, because you've been playing music for how long now? Uh, I think The Devils started touring, which is like kind of my first band that we actually went on full on US tours and yeah. stuff like that. Uh, uh, I was 21 and I'm 42 now. Wow. So 21 years. Wow, dude, that's awesome. Yeah. That's so cool. What, uh, what were like some of the, and I'm sure you always get asked these, like, who were your influences and everything like that? But like, what were some of the concerts that, I mean, since I'm about to see you guys again tonight, what were some concerts that stuck out to you uh, as a kid and, like, left uh I mean, I went and saw, I loved uh, uh, the Melvins when I, when I, I mean, I loved a lot of bands that 
I kind of grew up in a smaller town north of Seattle. So, like, when I was going to high school, it's like the whole grunge explosion yep. was happening. So it was amazing to me that, considering where I lived and there was nothing going on whatsoever, that all this good music was, stuff was happening. That's what got me into music. Away. Was that that yeah. scene? Like, I mean, my dad played drums growing up in a country western band. He had. Uh, he, I mean, it's simple four-four timing. He uh, could, he had to tighten his hi hat down because he had polio, and so he okay. couldn't even uh, wow. open and close it. So it was always just uh, crazy, tightened down. But uh, I mean, I yeah, just grew up listening to like Credence, sure. the Beatles, which Credence still to me, I'm like they're one of the best rock bands ever. Oh my like God. so good. But uh, the records sound so I just, damn good. I had like. Yeah, I mean, they're amazing. John Fogarty's voice, so good. Yeah, incredible. Well, like every every all the production choices, so good. Well, amazing. looking out my front door is one of those, or looking out my back door is one of those songs that I can, if I hear it, it instantly puts a smile on my face because it's just yeah. a fun, catchy song. And then uh, the little and jam in the we middle. Find out it, that it's about something really horrible <laughs> and nightmarish, and like what seems to be a. a Whimsical, fantastical song. song is actually about deviant. No, it's, it's, <laughs> I, I love that song too. It, it's, it's really, really good. Every like, you can't believe how many hits they had. Like, and oh, never oh. a number one. Did you know yeah, that? I never know a number that. one. I did, I did not know that. Yeah, I got number several one. number twos. My dad told me that. He was like, I'm blown away by it. Like, why they never had a single number one? Wow. Does not make any sense to me. But so that I grew up listening to that, and then I still remember, I still remember the first time I heard Nirvana, and that was that band that was like, oh yeah. shit, I was uh, ten, I think, when one of my friends was just like, listen to this, and it was uh, never mind, and I it didn't get it at first. I was like, okay, I don't, I don't know, and then when I actually heard it, not on headphones, just through somebody's uh, CD player at the time, it blew me away and then I started looking into way more music but it sure. was all that 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 got me into it so I mean I'm envious that you got to grow up well I, I think maybe I'm a couple years older than you yeah and, and like when like pre-Nirvana there was still like some Seattle stuff going yep. on that like, like Soundgarden had a couple Which, things out so or good yeah like, oh, that's, that's really re-. and the Melvins of course yep and, like, the first time I heard, uh, my friend gave me a cassette of Bleach. I think I was, like, a freshman or a sophomore in high school. And I was like, oh, this is great. And, but, like, all my favorite songs on the record, it's like, oh, this, these drums are insane. Like, yeah. And I think it was, like, I think it was, like, Paper Cuts. I was just going like, to say, which uh, Dell played uh, on Paper Cuts, Floyd right? The, I don't know if it was Floyd the Barber. I think oh, Chad Floyd might the Floyd the Barber is so, I, Those that's a song more, I actually covered. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved that song, and it wasn't anything anybody ever covered by Nirvana. Like, growing up, you'd always play, like, we had people that were like, we're the Pearl Jam Band, and that was the only song yeah. we really covered was Floyd the Barber because it was so kick-ass and just, yeah. like, the drums in it just... Well, all those, I mean, to me, all the, all the a lot of the great parts on that were Dale Crover. You yes, know what I mean? oh, like, absolutely. I played, you know, he played drums on this, this, and this song, and... Um, the first time I went and saw the Melvins, I got to see them live. They were opening for Nirvana. Uh, uh, so I got to see them both. And, like, yeah, seeing Dale play for the first time live was mind-blowing and made me rethink everything about 
like what's important uh, when you play the drums, like yeah. like the space that you leave. That's like what the, that's, uh, he does. That drawing so people up and then like wait, make, making them wait till the last possible it, second, I, all, all that stuff. Like it, it's kind of like just it, made me rethink about because uh, playing the drums, like picking up a pair of drumsticks and sitting down by the drum set. Queen, his his drums on Queen, the intro of Queen yeah, yeah, on yeah. Uh, Stoner Witch. I love because of the like the weird like it's just so good like I'm like oh man like that's so god so laid back yeah and like heavy but just still right when it needs to be there it's so good it's 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 and he has a talent he has a sense for it's like it's magical it's it's uh he's really really good at it happy Father's Day happy Father's Day Jared Warren. Hi, how's it going? Hey, great hey. to be here. Hey, it's wonderful to be here. Yeah, thank you all for coming out. <laughs> um, but it made me, uh, his drumming made me think about, like, have you ever thought about being a drummer? Or, like, it's intimidating because there's so many drummers that are so insanely good, especially yes. if you're just beginning, that it's almost like, why bother? Like, like I'm never going to be... That I'm there's, not going to hit that there's level. There's so many drummers you can watch and you'd be like, I don't even understand what I'm looking at. That's like, a, it, it, it's so crazy. And I it's felt so, that way with, I had never seen High on Fire until this January and they came here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And That's watching great. the drummer, just, I yeah. was like, he looks so effortless in everything he's doing. It just looks, yeah. That whole, but good God, they were seeing them live for the first time. I'm like, I'm not, that's a band I won't miss any anytime they come back. Yeah. So, but he, but knowing that like it'd be it'd be like trying to like uh start skateboarding now like no, like from scratch knowing what can be done and what has been done in that realm and then be like yeah i'm gonna try that i'm gonna start i've got knowing a, nothing, i've got a rail i've got I'm a gonna, hand rail outside yeah my i got apartment. some stairs outside <laughs> it's gonna be fine um but like dale was like the first guy who was like i was like oh like there's other worlds here like you can there's other things you can do besides cramming every moment with there has to be like some and, and even something going on or like super complex patterns. It's like oh, there's you can get weird, you know. Yeah, you can if 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 you got the guts, you can get really weird with this and like uh, leave stuff out and do different things. And like that was very inspiring to me and like made me feel like oh, maybe I can do this. Like maybe I can like and you can. I would. Like, oh, As someone who's witnessed it several yeah. times, uh, the last time I think I saw you guys was. I don't. Was the last time you guys came through here, you opened for the Melvins and then played in the Melvins, I believe, correct? I think we've been through here since then. Once since then, okay. Yeah, I, I couldn't we, remember. On the, I think we played at the Sword when we came here. That, okay. Yeah. Well, see, I think even after, because you played with the Sword, and then you came through with Red Fang, right? Yep, yep. And then, I th- then you there. came through with the Melvins that uh, makes sense. after that, yeah. and then... I think they've come through once with since then with Napalm Death on last year they came through they did, with yeah, Napalm yeah, yeah. Death. We, we weren't we were not on no. that tour. Yeah. No, but uh, yeah, that show watching you guys play and then walk off for what 10 15 minutes maybe before you come right back on and then play another show yeah. was in was incredible and that's the first time I've ever seen you as a two piece. Oh, cool. So which was really fucking cool yeah that's that's how we are now yeah which and i like i like that a lot honestly it was uh even lit uh today when i was listening to uh the new album listening to because i have the is it the double single that has blacker holes and uh diagnostic front on it and then 
no, no, neither of those songs are on quadruple single. Not quadruple, uh, the, uh, the did, double uh, single or whatever. It, we did like the uh, uh, digital single. So, yes, that yeah. one. And that's the Blacker Holes and Diagnostic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Diagnostic, uh, the version on the album of Diagnostic Front, it, like, I fucking, like, I mean, the whole album is so fucking solid, but it just has some, like, real fucking, like, punch to it, and it's... Thanks, man. It's great, so... Thank you. Yeah, and then on, like, so, guys, if you're listening to this and you haven't, and you don't have the album yet, go and buy the new album, and then... Command your weather. You can get it at bandcamp.com, big, big business. That's where I pre-ordered my vinyl, so, which was nice, but... Or uh, joyful noise recordings. Yes, and I, it can't. It, you know what? If you buy the vinyl, it comes with a cool sticker, guys. Yeah, a joyful noise oh, yeah. sticker. So, some drawings, uh, uh, some pictures, but, and a sticker. Uh, gold vinyl. Oh yeah, that's what I got. Yeah. The gold vinyl. Yeah. So, uh, but also on that album, send help. Yep. One of like one of my favorite songs that I've ever heard. It's fucking amazing. Oh, thanks, it's man. so. Perfectly placed on the album, and it, it's just fucking great, man. I'm glad so, you like that one. I, yes. I like that one too. Uh, Jared did a really, really good job on that one on vocals. It's, yeah, I feel like the vocals really like carry it's that killer. one. And, yep, and, it's, yeah, that's. Uh, well, like also, what is it? A mur- is it a marumba? Sorry. Uh, what instrument do you? There's something that you play in the background, also. It, it's uh, not tubular bells, or is it the tubular called, bells? They're, they're called blossom bells. Okay. Uh, this guy Pete Inglehart makes them. He makes a bunch of weird percussion stuff. Because uh, my girlfriend thought it was like a marumba or something. Or there is marimba on that. Okay, too. that's what she was, yeah, and she yeah, was yeah. like, "Oh my god!" She used to. My girlfriend used to play in a. The University of Kentucky Orchestra. She oh, like cool. plays like eight different instruments, and she's like, I can't wait. She's so excited. She's here tonight, so she's excited. She'll be seeing you guys for the first excellent, excellent. first time. So yeah, on the, on the recording of that, we actually the the bells are the the main thing, and then yeah. I kind of like did another pass with the marimba, just like backing up the tones, because yeah. like, they're pretty metallic and harsh, and yes. like just some softer wooden tones with mallets behind yeah. it, just to, like reinforce the actual note. It's so cool. I love. I fucking love it. So right I, I like. I, I've been so excited. I've been counting down the days to this show uh, <laughs> since. The, I mean, honestly, since it's been announced, I'm like, oh fuck yes, I'm going. I'm going. I can't wait. Uh, so I'm. I'm excited to see you guys later tonight. Thanks, Jay. It's good to see you. So uh, I don't know if Jay's ever told you guys the story of him. The first time we met, <laughs> he had just given blood before he came to, <laughs> to came to our show. Yep. I, I thought that was awesome. Yeah, I sold plasma so that I could buy the Mind the Drift record, <laughs> which listened to it again yesterday, and it was still sounds awesome. As still sounds as good. So and you and you bought it with blood. I bought it with blood. Yep. I. Still, I, I I don't know. I've since uh, honestly since meeting you guys, the way that you guys were uh, so incredibly nice to me, like that first day when I'm like bandaged up, like dude, is this guy a junkie or it's like no, I just sold blood to buy one of your records, and you're like, okay, that's still ki- probably kind of gross. Guy. I'm that guy, <laughs> yeah, I'm that guy. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I I mean, I was already a, a huge huge fan, but like meeting you guys and realizing that you guys are as fucking cool. As you are not just great musicians and good songwriters, it ah. definitely pushed it up higher. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. But, yeah, of course. But uh, yeah, so I've yeah been a been a huge fan, and uh, everybody should be. I've been 
like a not a drug dealer because I don't wouldn't consider you guys like a negative thing like pushing you on people. But I've been definitely don't been push telling too hard. People, just, no, just, no, I just just suggest. Well, that's exactly what it, that's how I heard of you guys. Honestly, one of my uh, good friends told me about it was. Uh, here comes the waterworks album had come out maybe six months like it had been out maybe six months and my friend was like here's you got to check this out dude it's really fucking good and so and it was i listened i the first time i listened to it i was training for a job in clackamas oregon and i threw headphones on to fall asleep and i listened to that full album without falling asleep because i just wanted to listen to it in its entirety so amazing thank you well no thank you guys so i'm excited for the show tonight uh so yeah we'll we'll end it here there's not a i mean unless there's something else that you really have to say you've been listening to stupid questions (laughs) yeah exactly so uh cody where can people uh where can people find you on twitter bandcamp you can find our whole catalog on bandcamp uh Joyful Noise Recordings. Uh, we all, yeah, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. You can, yep. we're, we're there. At uh, on Twitter at Big Big Biz. Big Big Biz. Yeah. Is yeah. that the same thing? S- Instagram, same, Facebook same thing. And, and Insta- uh, yeah, cool. Instagram. Yes. So check them out, listen to them, buy their albums, and then just play it on Spotify while you're gone. Just crank Perfect. those, crank those, Couldn't crank those more. listens. Exactly. So hey, Cody, seriously, thank you so much for being on Thanks, on the podcast. And uh, everybody, thanks so much for listening. Uh, Once again, this has been Stupid Questions on the Utah Podcast Network. Thank you, guys. Have a good day.